the film series that won't die. Over 40 movies, one house, actually several houses, and cursed artifacts. If there's even that much of a connection. Welcome back to the Amityville Horror Podcast. I am Tom. I'm Pat. And today it's Amityville Death Toilet. Yeah. Um, that's, I don't know if there is a previous franchise of death toilets or... As a matter of fact, this one comes out in between Death Toilet 4 and Death Toilet 5, but appears to be unrelated to the overall series of Death Toilet films. Well, if it doesn't affect their numbering system, I don't feel obligated. Absolutely not. I completely forgot what the name of the guy that keeps putting out these Death Toilet movies is. Yeah. I, when you were pulling up as we preluded the movie, I saw... I was... A, I, was I knew, I knew you were going to notice that. Yeah. I was hoping to surprise you with the fact that this was not an idea that just came to him one day. It's like, what about Amityville Death Toilet? He, this guy just has t- Death Toilets on the brain. Uh, and he's probably also working on Death Toilet Christmas, Death Toilet Goes to the Beach. Mm-hmm. This um, is uh, Evan Jacobs is the writer-director of the Death Toilet series, which includes Death Toilet, Death Toilet Number 2. Uh, I see what they did there. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't like it. No, it's terrible. Uh, Death Toilet 3, Call of Duty. My, my assumption on the spelling... Probably correct. Uh, how, what are you thinking? Uh, like howdy. Yep. Oh, there we go. Although, side note, three years of law school and practicing for too many years at this point, the word duty never stops being funny. I can't imagine it would. The, uh, the defendant had an affirmative duty. Uh, That's like if you work in computers and hear about Wang computers, yeah. you're always going to laugh. It's not as common because I don't think they've been in business for a long while, but... Probably not. I've never heard of them, at least. But I'm not a computer geek. Uh, Let's see. Death Toilet 4. Brown snakes on a plane. Oh, boy. And uh, forthcoming later this year, there will be Death Toilet 5 Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. Okay. Okay. But it... Not does not appear that the, uh, Amityville Death Toilet is related to that overall franchise. Right. It, it's maybe like I don't even think this is the Hobbs and Shaw of the Death Toilet franchise. No, this is just um, this is one of those doll man versus demonic toys where it's not really a doll man movie. It's not really a demonic toys movie, but it has both of them. It's not that it doesn't count towards continuity. No, but it also is probably not vital. Yeah, probably not. Like, it's kind of like, um, uh, uh, to reference another full moon feature, uh, Vampire Journals mm-hmm. uh, is uh, written and directed by Ted Nicolau, the guy that did all the subspecies films, mm-hmm. and uh, was purposefully, let's try a different thing. But it turns out it is set in the same universe because one of the characters name checks Radu from subspecies. Gotcha. So it's one of those things. You know, this doesn't necessarily... Mean anything just yet, but hey, you know, leave a little, leave a back door open for the poop to come out. But what I was trying to think of what what are some of your favorite cursed horror objects? Um, hmm, 
right? Like, not like Necronomicon, where the object itself is inherently evil, but like... Yeah, like, I would go more like the... Yeah, more more like the not Necronomicon, because it's the stuff you use the Necronomicon for that, you know, is yeah. really the problem, as opposed to... Uh, but then again, destroying the book was the, what saves them in the end, or saves Ash. Yeah. Um, but no, like, on the... Uh, well, I mean, I like, always... Like your, like your Annabelle... Type of thing. Gotcha. I mean, killer dolls are always fun. Um, yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Also, yeah, poltergeist. I, I, for, I forgot to caveat, and also not killer dolls because we'll just be here all day. That's yeah, that's a whole cottage is, industry. Is that is literally a genre? Yeah. I mean, it's, if only because of full moon. Yeah. Because <laughs> everything has to have a little killer thing. Because of full moon, there might be more killer doll movies than there are werewolf movies at this point. Because werewolf movies are. Surprisingly uncommon. Yeah, well, it's because... Because of the difficulty of the effects. Yeah, it's you can't do a low-budget werewolf movie and have it be, uh, you know, profitable. Because, don't get me wrong, you can make a low-budget whatever you want, but if people don't like it, people aren't going to care. And it's it's right. just difficult to yeah. even have a low-budget werewolf. It's now, a big at, risk being, right off the... Yeah. Oh, uh, no, okay. No, it's a big risk right off the bat of... You know, like, as soon as you've paid for the werewolf, if anything else in the movie doesn't work, you've just blown your money. Yeah. Like, uh, I was just thinking about the uh, the MTV Teen Wolf show, which was, you know, quote-unquote, they're werewolves. You know, they just kind of look more like vampires and don't really even have excessive body hair. Huh. They didn't even put hair on these people. It's not wolfy. No, it's not. It's just, you know, fangs and full moon. Yeah. But, um... But, uh, I've... Um, it's also a smaller subgenre, but killer car movies have always been fun for me. Well, I love. I killer think Christine car counts as like a cursed Chris, object. Christine is a cursed object. Um, it's it's a possessed car. Um, I think I've mentioned before that. So, at a fifty-seven Plymouth Fury, fifty-eight Plymouth Fury. It's definitely Plymouth Fury uh, because hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Yeah, like, good. yeah. Um, but it, like the car, um, mm-hmm. so I, another you don't know if there's a driver or not, but killer car movie, yeah, always a fan. There's a was Deathbed, the bed that eats, yep, never saw that. I've heard Pat, Pat I've, se- I've seen it more it. than a few times. Oh, really? Yeah, we showed it at Mondo once, nice. uh, but I've seen it. We screened it for something else another time, and then I've just watched it on my own. I think there's even a riff tracks of it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got? I think um, I had looked at a list. <laughs> they had a few. Oh, uh, uh, what about the the ring tape? Samara's tape? Cursed object. 100% of cursed yeah. object, yeah. It's just because watching it causes something. I was thinking, like, does, like, does the house in house count as a cursed object, or is that a haunted house? That's a haunted house. Like, and, and is there like a functional difference between the? I guess there is. There is. We were um, looking for the Abbeville house yeah. is the haunted house. Yeah. But then half the movies are cursed object movies. Mm-hmm. Where are there? You're not in the haunted house, mm-hmm. but the things have taken on a little bit of the stink. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean, like milk next to onions in a fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. No, we got tons of them. We we got like our, our cursed mirror in a uh, new generation. We got our cursed lamp. Mm-hmm. Love the, mon- the wind up monkey. The wind up monkey. Trilogy oh or whatever. My God. Yeah. Um, Oculus. We have a cursed mirror. Yeah. 
Yeah, that like was a solid. different Curse Mirror. Yeah, I yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? And others. Huh. There's. I'm trying to think of like Curse Dice, maybe. What about or Death Spa? Uh, did that have like a curse? I think that was just a killer. Something? Oh, okay. I thought that was just a murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, death spot slash killer workout. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's what? just a cursed movie that has a fun soundtrack. Fair. Did, isn't Naomi Watts in some cursed elevator movie way back in the day? Like there's an elevator. It's like the shaft or something where oh, it's like an elevator keeps yes. killing people. I've seen clips of it. I've never watched the whole thing. Yeah, I've never even seen clips. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, but I didn't realize that was her. I believe, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason I know about it is like, oh, Naomi Watts is in this movie about the killer elevator. I've seen chunks of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. Um, What do you think about Rubber? Is that a cursed tire or is that just an evil tire? I think it's an evil tire. Like, I think Robert is its own thing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I, I don't think anything made it. Like, possessing the tire does not cause any problem or being in the... He's causing the deaths. Yeah. It is an... Yeah, it's just an evil tire. All right. Named Robert. <laughs> <laughs> you can name a planet, Bob. Why not? It, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like this. Doesn't make any sense. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. The opening monologue of that film is just the best thing. Yeah. As, you know, is the rest of it. Yeah. You ever see Wrong? No. It's pretty good. It's I, uh, the same directors. Yeah. So, is it Depew? Uh, or J- uh, Dupree? Dupree. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He has a new one that I think just hit Hulu. Um, it's about a anti-smoking superhero team except not at all okay um i don't know i i've been meaning to like dig up more of his stuff and check them out because they are fun. super weird and super fun yeah yeah the some of yeah it can't go as far as to say they're great but like they're definitely weird enough to hold your like, attention for a bit yeah it's worth an evening yeah ex- exactly exactly because yeah. like i remember rubber having like a like kind of middle section problems where it's just like i know this is going to sound weird but we've kind of run into problems with our killer tire movie script mm-hmm. sort of thing but wings hauser is in that movie which is just part of what makes that incredible yeah <laughs> um but yeah why there should be more cursed? I mean, there's all the cursed objects in that uh, Ed and Lorraine's clo- like uh, storage room. Yeah, in, like that uh, whole franchise is loosely off of the totems they've collected. Yeah, kind of like a Friday the Thirteenth series, which did that. That's cursed objects. Yeah. yeah, I was trying like, to avoid the TV because Supernatural. Right. the first two seasons, every other episode is a cursed object. Urban legend, cursed object. Urban legend, cursed object. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was better than when they got up their own ass with the angel shit. Yeah. And all the, the Christian, Judeo-Christian mythology. It's just like, look, it, doing it for a while is fine, but doing it for 12 years. It's a thread to explore, but also you forgot about werewolves and vampires and everything else. Like, you know, just every sort of monster. Find regional beasts, find goat man yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, Mothman, all, but they just, yeah, they went all angel all the time because they, a lot of the central brain trust of that show 
that was pushing for the other stuff had moved on. Yeah. And it was kind of where things were going, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Erie, Indiana was pretty good about cursed objects. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, the World of Stuff sold lots mm-hmm. of cursed objects. There was the Foreverware. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the Tornado Tracker. Mm-hmm. Like, not always cursed, but there was usually some sort of a gimmick or a gizmo or a what's it. Mm. Um, Joe Dante produced the show and was, like, you know, nice. heavily involved in He's a gadget kind of guy. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. Ah, if, we, if we're going full TV, that one uh, Scully-centric episode of uh, X-Files, it was the Stephen King one. with the uh, Wasn't it the doll that kept playing the hokey pokey while it murdered, make people murder themselves? Mm-hmm. Yep. That was tough. That episode was rough. It was so good. <laughs> but we also got to see Scully in a bat, so just everything was wonderful. No, that was great. That was like the uh, the sister episode to uh, Mulder and the Cockroaches. X Files. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know that any of that is gonna like live up to the bar that will be set by Amityville Death Toilet. Yeah, another Tubi original. Thank you, Tubi. Gift that keeps on giving. Why are you doing this to us? We've been nothing but good to you. I think we've complained a lot about them. About Tubi? I think mainly that they keep giving us Amityville movies. But that's... No, no, we complained that, that like, no. We, <coughs> we had praised them because they made it easier for us to watch the Amityville movies that were created. And they misunderstood now, what we were asking for. Yeah, now they're just giving it to us and prolonging this. Aha. Yeah. You monsters. Uh, so it's kind of on us. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? No. We're perfect, and we've never done anything wrong in our lives. I can confirm this in, by several different ways, so don't even try. Uh, don't even challenge me on it. This is going to be one of those comeuppance tales, isn't it? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, there are no sh- cursed objects in my apartment. How could you tell? The gold and Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. That's a cursed object. Uh, Cursed gold in general tends to run through... Mm. um, Oh, that Velvet Buzzsaw movie. All the art was cursed. Did you ever get around to that one? No. Did you see the trailer? When it was coming out, but I... Oh, no, I'm just saying you've seen seen all the best parts of the movie. Oh, okay. Then we're good. Yeah, Yeah. right. It's like when when I see the trailer for Dune... Part two, and it's like, you know, I'm pretty sure this is the best version of Dune Part Two that I'm going to see because it's two and a half minutes long, and it's all the highlight bits. <coughs> That's kind of why I never saw Needful Things, which also is cursed objects. In a uh, way, um, the objects come with a price. Yeah, I won't. I, I, yeah, they come with a price. I'm not going cursed object. It's more what you do to get what you want. It's that's not a curse though. No, but it's like the object in I'm and just of trying itself. To think of, no, yeah. As a guy who has the Blu-ray and has seen the movie, trust me, it's not a cursed object. Movie. I've read the book. Okay. Yeah. Then you should understand it as well that it's not a cursed object. I read the book thirty years ago, sir. But you have no one to blame but yourself for this football. I wasn't claiming otherwise. Good. All right. All right. Let's watch poop. Oh God. All right. We'll see you in a minute. Four or five, depending on how hard this comes out. Mm-hmm.
it's hard to know where to start with such an incredible film experience as Amityville Death Toilet. Um, fucking hate this movie. I fucking hate everything about this movie. Everybody involved in this movie. This guy, Evan Jacobs, has like 49 director's credits. Really? Yes. And he's learned nothing. Malcolm Gladwell is a hack. Nothing. He's learned nothing. And I would assume the 10,000 hours based on just sitting through this once. It's just... This This movie accomplishes (sighs) one supreme feat. What's that? I found something I hate more than Mount Misery Road. Hey! Mount Misery Road. Bougie has been dethroned. Yeah. And the orbs. And uh, I... I'm blanking on the gentleman's name. Gun to my head. I'm I'm forced to pick between that or this again. Yeah. I oh, would look forward easily. to Mount Misery Road over this. You know, at least Mount Misery Road, we're wandering around the woods. We're doing things. It's not adding up to anything, and it's poorly acted, but... Poorly acted, poorly things. shot, poorly edited, poorly conceived. Yeah. But every so often, that. there was a moment of, oh, you thought of something. Yeah. Why not? I just here, guys, with for for all of you low budget uh, people out there, and as always, hats off to you for wanting to make art and going out and making art. If you're doing a movie though, have a script. It does not have to be an in depth script, but it has to have a. It has to be the script of the lines the actors are supposed to say. Uh-huh. Don't trust people to ad lib. Do you know why Christopher Guest movies are so special? He gets the best people, and he shoots insane amounts of the best people doing their best work with each other. You know what Mount Misery Road had above this movie? People who knew each other and could riff with each other? In a scene together. Yes. The dialogue was between two people more often than not. Yeah. This was one-sided phone call. This was just a succession of... Or it was alternating between one-sided phone calls and a guy talking to his YouTube followers. Yeah. To uh, us. Wait, maybe his YouTube followers, but he says... We're going to jump around okay. because time is meaningless in this movie. There's only five minutes of story. If that. If that. Continue. Um, he says multiple times through the movie, he needs, he needs people to add, like, and subscribe... Because he's at 199 followers, he just needs one more, and he can keep his URL. Like, his YouTube one? Like, is that There is no explanation, because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, because nobody in this movie knows what the fuck they're talking about. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. One more. By the way, we regularly have over 200 listeners to all this, so we get to keep our URL. Um, We have a URL? Well, it's the link to the podcast on right. Podbean or and or your podcatching software. Cool. Uh, you at home. Your software is already taken care of this. Don't worry. We're not moving. We have enough subscribers to keep our URL. Thanks, guys. Um, movie opens with some shots of a cat. Yeah. There's no more cat. There's just a cat for like a minute. Yeah, who's cat? Where is the cat? Why is the cat? Why is the cat? How is the cat? Exactly. (laughs) When is the cat? Yeah. We get none of these answers because we cut to previously on Death Toilet movies. 
Probably. Um, the collection of kill scenes from the franchise, which is three people. All played by the same guy. Yeah, in different comical wigs. This is a Mike Hartsfield is playing all of the men on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I, 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 think, I think you're right. I think it's a safe assumption that the, this is footage from the previous films. It's definitely not the ha- not The toilet they're shooting in for the opening three deaths is definitely not the same toilet, same bathroom. No. Because you, like, you see the, uh, like, you can see into the other room and it's completely different. Yeah. And there's uh, an actual meat cleaver in some of the flashbacks. Yes. It's missing from, uh, the only violent instrument is, we're going to call it a knife. It's t- it, literal tinfoil. It's tinfoil wrapped around a knife-shaped wedge of cardboard, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the handle seems real. Maybe it's like a Fisher Price like kitchen knife thing that they put foil on. I don't know, but they bought rubber hands and feet at a Spirit Halloween. Yes, they did. Spirit Halloween also does sell fake knives. Oh yeah, there are multiple very varieties. Varieties. That's the word. I've only ever seen that one in print too. Hey. Um, but yeah, like they have them in pirate costumes or. Yeah. Stabby person costumes or just on the shelf. Yeah. Um, spirit, I, I'm a fan of the spirit home. Yeah. God help me. Have you seen that new killer clown gun they got that will be oh, hitting this? Okay, so you, see, yeah, you, see, you see the handgun. Uh-huh. Yeah, they got the full rifle. Oh, fuck. I know. Right. It's like $100. Worth it. I know. Um, <sighs> I know. I just derailed any energy into talking yeah. about this fucking movie. Like the so the flashbacks we watch people sitting on the toilet as they scream, then either from under the seat or behind the lid, we see a knife or a hatchet. Yeah, just kind of wiggle a little bit, and then the person's hand will hit the floor. Then the other hand will hit the floor. Then the toilet paper will spin. Then their foot will hit the floor, separate from their leg. Then another one. And, then and I, they I, scream more. I like and they do it again. I like the bit where it's like you see both hands land on the floor. And then fingers start landing on the floor. Uh-huh. Which would be weird since both hands have already been chopped off. Gets weirder because the two hands and the person sitting on the toilet appear to be a man. And then the fingers that are just appearing have long nails. As mm-hmm. if they were women's fingers. Yeah. Cool! As long as, yeah. So we, we see this air quote string of murders. Um, guy gets choked by a toilet brush, as far as I can tell. The disco guy, first he gets like uh, bound by toilet paper. And man, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had trouble pulling toilet paper off of the roll because it's so hardy mm-hmm. and not designed to, you know. Be the thinnest thing ever so it won't destroy your pipes. But then... It reminds me of that old phrase, the, the greatest invention since perforated toilet paper. Mm, nice. And then, uh, yeah, as he's being, you know, bound by the toilet paper, the toilet brush uh, handle and first goes into his mouth. Yeah. Because we're not... The toilet... The death toilet is not a savage. But then we get Amityville death toilet... The title card, the title sequence, and so of course, 
Driving. Driving footage. Driving footage. Also, rock climbing, Joel. Rock climbing. Autofocus appears to be on the entire throughout the entire movie. Uh, yes, but not well calibrated. No, no, because most of the stuff is just out of focus. It's remarkable, and also dubstep. But so, uh, oh yeah, we didn't mention that one of the guys is wearing the divine Christmas special or Christmas sweatshirt. Yeah, that was kind of nice. Yeah. Divine from uh, the John Waters films, not like you know an especially holy sweater, right? Um, and also, I think that guy gets shot. Like the, the oh, toilet yeah. holds a, a derringer by the hand, with the toilet handle. Yeah, and when we say shot, um, on the right hand side of the screen is just a plume of smoke, like out of Dante's Peak. Yep, that's the way you know the gun has gone off or is firing. Yeah, because who knows how things work. It's just there's a lot of like that the Amityville death toilet likes a lot of powder in their cartridges and so more smoke. I guess so. But then we cut to uh, we the mayor. Do we? we, Yeah, we get to the mayor first. I was trying to. Okay, my notes were just a little weird here. Yeah, Mayor Dump of Amityville, New York. It's just. Mayor Dump's uh, mayoral office, which later on we find out is in the back of a ticket reseller and it's a mixed martial arts yeah, broker or something. It, it appears to be a bookies. Yeah. Like, it, it's like they got tickets. I bet you they, you know, take bets as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all that. And also all of the uh, calendars are marked to 2021. So I'm assuming it was filmed in 2021. I'm assuming so. This, this is clearly um, that that actor's office. Yeah. And this is not the office of a mayor of even a town like Amityville. No. Um, Which is has, also in California. Oh, yeah. All the license plates are in California. I mean, other movies have done that, too. Halloween, setting out the sure. annoyance. Oh, yeah. California tags. But, and, and, you know, the they pump, don't. The pump. Yeah. Well, everything is green. It's not even fall, so right. Gonna... But they at least put the effort into putting leaves put on the ground. Leaves on the ground. This one shows us the palm trees of New York, famous for its palm trees. But yeah, the mayor starts the beginning of several instances of both the mayor and later our ghost hunter saying the same piece of information twelve times. Literally, they use every take. Every take. Every take is gold, and also we don't have enough to get to 60, 71 minutes yeah. of film. Every take from every angle. The whole fucking movie. When uh, the ghost hunter is wandering around on his phone talking to his YouTube subscribers, you watch him give the whole speech into the phone, through the phone, but then you cut to outside Kind of Mount Misery Roadish, except this one's not claiming to be found footage from the get-go. True. But you watch him from a distance doing these videos, but he's doing in-camera sound, so you're just watching the exact same takes from 10 feet away as well. So literally somebody saying, hey, I think I'm going to go into the house, is four or five minutes worth of that over and over again. Trying it different ways. Maybe I'll try it with a little bit of oomph. Maybe I'll try it, twist the dialogue around a little. But it's not like I'm going to do five funny lines and let's pick the one that works. Mm -hmm. This is, 
I'm going in the house. I'm going to head in the house. Let's uh, let's check this house out. Let's see what's in there. Let's see what's in this. Let's see what's in this house. Like there are places where he stops and fixes himself, and that's every well every character. There's there's three characters. There's three characters, but every single one of them doesn't know what the hell they're saying and has to start over more than a few times in this movie. Yeah, and they leave it all in every single bit of it. All of this is to say we really fucking hate this movie and all the people involved in it. And we want you to understand that we're justified in our anger. Yeah. Like, we're, we're going to talk as long as we can take it, but we have we have the right to tap out at any point. Yep. We're already saying resale is zero. Retail is zero. Garbage, garbage, garbage. This is to be... You got to start putting better your money towards better things. Please. Don't just take blind submissions. I, you have more than enough. You have more than enough uh, of a library. Yeah. You, you don't need this. This kind of thing can get in the way of some actual gold that you have up on your service. I'm watching other things on Tubi. You got to believe me. I'm using the app. Yeah. I'm watching like creature features from the early 2000s from Australia that yeah. have no money and are pretty awful. But our gold compared to this? Everything is gold compared to this. This is true. So um, the mayor calls in uh, Greg G. Allen with... Ha, ha, ha! I get that reference! G.G. Hmm? Allen. Oh, who's G.G. Allen? Oh, uh, punk rocker who famously likes to shit on stage and throw shit at people and wipe shit on himself. Amongst other things, so like cut himself. Like he was a general on stage horror show, huh. but he was definitely known for shitting on stage and such. I'm glad I didn't know who that was. Oh yeah, oh I knew, and every time he said his name, which is constantly, mm -hmm. this movie for as absolutely repetitious and stupid and unthought out and uninspired and completely hollow and devoid of. Any iota of artistic merit still thinks you don't get it. It doesn't trust you, the audience. I mean, I didn't get that. Well, that one. But they, <laughs> they repeated it enough times that yeah. should you have been curious, you could have looked it up. Fair. But I was not. That was the rare case where the movie yeah. had a joke to make. Fair. I thought the joke was that he's spelling his name with four G's. Well, he didn't do that, yeah. Because it's G Greg, Greg G. Greg Allen. with three G's and then G. Allen. Yeah. yeah. But... Now there's seriously there was in this in the mayor's first speech there was a phrase I when I realized how much they were repeating he said the same phrase five times in a row from different angles mm. exact same phrase yeah absolutely as will so or as does our ghost hunter and you yes. know they're supposedly talking or, or on the phone well actually first we have a one sided phone call. Where uh, Greg G. Allen does not introduce himself, but is talking to presumably some sort of manager or agent about how he's enjoying, how, how the show is going well, and he is enjoying his vacation. What is the show? What is the job? Who is this guy? Mm -hmm. All we know is that he has a lot of tattoos and uh, vampire mouth brass knuckles on two of his fingers, which he will have on for the rest of the film. I never use. Never use, because there's nothing in this movie. Mm -hmm. And he's either on vacation from a job that is going really well, or his vacation is this job that he's going on to investigate this house. 
No, he, he keeps talking about how he's interrupting his vacation to do the, the Amityville thing. Okay, so his job is doing this chat, this yeah. YouTube channel with 199 subscribers. Yep. Which again, um, we one away, into, one away from mm-hmm. getting you know, the keeping his URL. Yeah, and we had looked. I looked into some of the stats. Apparently, over 200 podcast listeners puts us in, I believe, the top 25 percent of podcasts. Which, hey! yay! That's great. I looked into. Apparently, well, there's an infinite number of. Yeah, <laughs> to uh, to get to the monetized point uh, where we can actually put ads in and make literally anything, um, we need ten thousand. Hey guys, so we need you to talk to ten thousand of your friends so that we can get start making money off of this. Or you could make us a Wikipedia page. I will accept either as payment. Shut up, Pat. I like chicken nuggets. I make dinosaur nuggets. So, uh, we had so Greg G. Allen cuts from one sided one one sided phone call to a different to another one sided phone call with the mayor. Now remember, we have the mayor on camera. We have Greg G. Allen on camera. They could have scripted, or excuse me, if they had written a script, they could have made this a conversation. Instead, it's just the two of them shouting. Repeating talking points at each other like they're going back and forth, except they're they're completely disconnected. There was – they didn't even go over the footage of the one conversation to say, hey, when he says these things, fill in these gaps. They're just shouting about separate shit. Maybe they were filmed at the exact same time. I highly doubt that. They don't have two cameras. They do not have two cameras. Well, they have two cameras, but they had both cameras – in use at the time they were shooting Greg mm, G. Allen because yeah. the one camera was on his steering wheel as he's doing his YouTube slash. God damn this. Well, you, we, we, we skipped the part where we see footage of an airplane in the air. So that's. Oh, the film, I, I mean, it was like 30 seconds of the movie at yeah, most. Yeah. Maybe a minute. I'm just saying, like, that's how we know he went from wherever he was to Amityville. I legitimately just thought they saw an airplane. Also, yes. Is when they get when they establish a new location, they establish the hell out of that location. They let the second unit go in first and just film everything in the office or everything in the house mm. without any actors around to clutter it up. They just wander you through and show you here's the clock, here's the kitchen, here's the living room, here's the toilet. Cool, you'll need to know that later. Here's a hallway, here's just Two minutes of the inside of the house before it cuts back out to him in the car, having not gone in yet. Yep. When he does go in, by the way, we do repeat all of that with him in shot. Then, a little bit later, just to save time now, we finally get him realizing that he hasn't done his EVP recordings, which he mislabels. BRS or something something like that. Something like that, yeah. But he um, he does the exact same tour of the house with this recorder, which is very similar to the one we record this podcast on. Yep. Uh, except his apparently gives him readings on the supernatural of some sort as he just wanders around the house recording the sound of a door, the sound of a plant, the sound of everything we've already looked at in this movie three times. The Tustin house. 
house, apparently. Uh, according to the closing credits, yeah. I do appreciate that they at least turn the mics outward. Yeah. To make it look like a PKE meter. Yeah. It wasn't, though. Not even close. We have the... So, Greg shows up, and first we... But as Greg is making his way from wherever he was to Amityville, we have another sequence of the mayor yelling at his, presumably his assistant, Melissa, about mm-hmm. how, you know, we've got to do all the things we said that we need to do five minutes ago. Yeah. And, they and keep sometimes in stuff like that, we're not summarizing. That's the way the dialogue comes out. We need to do the things we talked about. Yep. Like literally just, I don't know what we just talked about. Just say the thing about the thing. We need to do the thing, you know, about the thing in the place yeah. with the toilets. The like, toilets, yeah, right. The toilets, mm-hmm. duh. It's important to be vague in the dialogue so that it cuts together later. And they keep, like, it will be, like, he says two sentences. They cut to the same static exterior shot of what they're pretending is City Hall. And then cutting back to him in the office. Which, again, at the end of the movie, he walks out of the office into the foyer. And it's literally on the first floor of a storefront that does tickets. Yeah, like, there's taped up signs in the window there's like permanent like call us phone number pro tickets yeah and mma posters like uh you know promotional posters all over the place it's (sighs) this movie so so uh in one of the calls sorry um please the mayor uh oh the vet is a whole backstory yeah I've been in Vietnam. I've been in Iraq. I was in Desert Storm. I fought in Kosovo. We need to do this. You got to do need the to kill this thing. toilet. Yeah. This is the challenge that's presented to you. I've been in challenging mm-hmm. situations, and then you got to do them. Yeah. I've killed people all over this world. Now you have to kill this toilet, says the mayor of Amityville. <laughs> mayor Dump of Amityville, New York. Is mayor. Amityville in Flushing County? I doubt it. Uh, all right, you look it up. Um, well, uh, Greg G. Allen back at the house screams into his phone, the keys are in the mailbox, you say, which is not what he was saying at all. He was talking about Kosovo. Yeah. Okay, so the keys are then in the mailbox. That's what you said. Like, we weren't just here. Twelve times. Yeah. So we realize the keys are in the mailbox so that when he goes up to the house and gets the keys out of the mailbox, we, the audience, are not confused because we are fucking stupid. Amityville is in Suffolk County. I'm sorry. No puns to make there. Nope. No. Is Flushing? Um, Yeah, Flushing, New York. (laughs) Flushing is a neighborhood in Queens. Yeah. And would have been a much more appropriate place for this movie, The Death Toilet. There's no there's no appropriate place for this movie. I mean, the trash can comes to mind. There's that. So, Gigi These Allen's... These are the, le- the, f- the fewest amount of notes I've ever seen you take. Yeah, and even then I was forcing myself to jot some you things. You didn't even get to one page. Yeah. That's impressive. Gigi Allen's wandering the house on his first tour and says a lot of love went on in this home. After well, first he says that after he says there's an intense feeling of foreboding. Yeah, like thirteen times. Which pro tip: foreboding is a thing you want to instill in your story. It's not an actual feeling people recognize. Mm-hmm. Also, foreboding you could say uh, you should have said of things that have happened is not foreboding. Oh, uh, good point. Um, but 
A lot of love in this house. A lot of love. Now we're 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 coming up on fifty of these movies, and 50. not all of them take place in the house, but yeah, of the ones that do, movies. very, very, very specifically, it's not yeah. about the love in the house. Well, it's only about a certain type of love in the house. The love all between right, point. a brother and a sister. And yeah, there is that more often than not. <laughs> um, he turns around and he says, this room wasn't here. Yeah, it kind of like, look, for like 30 seconds, it turns into house hunters instead of ghost hunters. Because yeah. it's like, this ha- this room was different than it was originally. And it's mm-hmm. like, what are we comparing the blueprints? What are yeah. we looking at footage? What, what is even the point? People change their houses. What in the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And you can't look at a room that is in the middle of the floor plan and say this room wasn't here. You're in it. And it's in the middle. There was not, like, just an open atrium in the middle of the house previously that they filled in. Yeah. No. Which, again, this is also not the original Amityville house. Oh, God, no. There is a window that they cut to constantly. Yep. That I, I that they want to imply is the Amityville windows. It at least has, like, a, you know, non-square look to it. That's it. I, I, oh yeah, no, 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 I'm not giving them any credit, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, please don't misunderstand. I hate every single thing about this movie. I'm gonna start speeding through, I think. Yeah, dude, please. Yeah, um, he meets, uh, during the overnight, he meets Sebastian, the groundskeeper. The groundskeeper, um, played by, oh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Played by our writer-director, Evan Jacobs, mm-hmm. in Christmas pajamas, for yeah. some reason. Because why not? Because why not? Why not? Yeah. Oh, and there's also, uh, before Sebastian shows up, uh, Gigi Allen keeps talking about the smell of evil is everywhere in this house. Right, that's the right. They smell. thought of a joke at some point, and they had to make it a hundred times. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Smell of evil. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, um, smells like eggs. He also routinely, <laughs> through the movie, when he talks about having to root out the evil, does a two-fingered poke. Yeah. And then when he says they've really got to clean out the house, he does a fisting motion. Those those two jokes he uses every five, ten minutes or so. Funny. Hilarious. You don't know what's going to make the movie or not unless you're literally putting everything in. This movie made me not enjoy fart jokes. Yeah. Jesus. It's going to be a while. It's going to be a while. Jesus. Uh, so when he sees Sebastian, the groundskeeper, he asks, where did, where did you come from? And he does a quick gag of, oh, I grew up in so-and-so, ha-ha-ha, we know that joke. But no, I meant just now. And you can tell that it's not an expected improv moment nope. because the writer-director of the film <laughs> literally just freezes and just kind of looks at where he entered from and says, I was over there. Yep. That's about as good as he can come up with his... I was just offset, um, but hey, let's keep rolling. And then he, yeah, he, he, he talk, they, they do a, they talk. Uh, understand? Um, it's not that I'm having trouble remembering the movie. It's that I have to keep remembering that. Oh, and then they talk for five minutes about literally nothing. Yeah, but they like, keep exchanging words. Mm-hmm. And then he, gets, Sebastian, goes to leave. And he's like, I'll go back upstairs, implying that's where he was before. And Gigi Allen tries to make this a big plot point. 
about, mm-hmm. you know, there's a mystery surrounding Sebastian. And, you know, you could hear us screaming at the television, don't try to actually be a story at this point. Yeah, because they never do cover why he was in the house. Was he a ghost or not? He's not a ghost because he gets murdered. Yep. Um, his murder is foretold in a premonition another night. Yeah. Uh, and then it just plays out exactly the same so that they can reuse that five minutes. I mean, we shot the footage, so that's ten minutes of footage right there. Yeah. It's, you know, it would be financially irresponsible of them to it's, not reuse the yeah. footage exactly the same way. It's like when you cut too much of the steak off, you want to get rid of some of the gristle, mm-hmm. but you don't want to cut too much of the steak off. But then you realize the gristle might have some flavor. So then you eat it all and then you baby bird it back onto the plate and then you try it again. That's what this movie does over and over with footage. Much like my father, I've always been lucky. I've never had a steak with gristle or fat. Huh? Yeah. It's, I usually, I'll cook it it's in the a, pan because the fat can then soak into the steak, it's but... A, it's a joke. We eat all the things we're not supposed to be eating because it's ah, fat. It's like, gosh, oh, gotcha. you know, it's just, there's no oh, gristle no. or fat on the steak. It's a, it's weird. Growing up, my dad didn't like the gristle either, so, like, my dad also charred his steaks. It took a lot of getting away from that. Yeah. He, but, did, he, he doesn't, he, he doesn't use ketchup, though. No, God, no, 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 no. We're not I monsters. Mean, I mean, some people, like, uh, it's like a lot of people like well-done steak. I don't understand this. I'm not saying it has to be, you know, real, like raw, but, mm-hmm. you know, let's get some juice in there. You want it, you know, you want those good grill marks, yeah. obviously. Yeah, we did do um, like uh, uh, Lee and Perrin's or A1. Mm, I'm, a um, big, I'm a big A1 fan. I like A1. I kind of need a little Lee and Perrin's, but both are they're good. I've made my own steak sauce in the past, too. Well, that's the thing that it usually comes down to. It's like, I like the A1 for the sides, mm-hmm. but, you know, the steak, I usually just let be the steak unless, oh, shit, I burnt it. I've, and then A1. <laughs> another thing just over the years is, like, ketchup on fries, syrup on pancakes or any of that. Mm-hmm. If you're using them, it's because the core food isn't as good as it could be. That's fair. That yeah. said, barbecue sauce on chicken nuggets, though. That's good, but like a great chicken nugget doesn't need sauce. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, great fries don't need sauce. Ketchup. Yeah. Which is to say all fries, because potato. Well, yeah. Unless we're putting cheese on it. Because, you know, mm-hmm. cheese, cheese enhances. Cheese and bacon fry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my regular go-to at Frasier's, because it's gluten-free. Nice. Yeah. Although, I wish I had looked at the menu last week. How that pepper looked amazing. Oh, it was so good. So mm-hmm. good. Huge. Yeah, size of a softball, stuffed yes. pepper. Yes, but anyway, <sighs> back to this thing. This so thing. he's wandering the house with his special crystal that everybody knows that he takes with him everywhere because yep. everybody knows him because this is what he does because he takes his crystal everywhere and it's yes, his hundred and he takes it here viewers. and everywhere and it's a special crystal. It's uh, it, not a crystal. Yeah, it's not a crystal. It's a loose side paperweight. With somebody's face etched into it. Yeah. Like in three, it's one of those 3D hologram deals. Yeah. Uh, in, this re- in, in this rectangle cube thing. Yeah. I'll just assume it's that face from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Is Zordon? Yeah, that doesn't get royalties. How dare, how dare you? How dare you sully the good name of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? I just figured I'd make, bring up a writer's strike mm-hmm. in a bit of... That dude uh, does not get paid for those. He shot like that? one afternoon of footage... As yeah, a that's a good dad. point, and then they, and just, they just reused it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he doesn't get any royalties because he didn't speak on herbal, like, yeah. 
Anyway. Well, I mean, if, they were recycling footage. They weren't shooting. I was about to say, it's like, where do we want? That's the tip of the iceberg of the royalties argument or question well, a, yeah. for Power Rangers. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Like think uh, all the fo- all the uh, the Sentai, the actual Sentai footage. It's just like, are they getting any royalties? Not a penny. I doubt mm-hmm. it. But he has that, and he has his his words. Oh God. Medicine Man Feather. Thankfully, he does not go into detail on this. Yeah. It stays just that level of. It's probably racist. It's probably but, racist. Yeah. Um, there's, there's another moment that's probably racist later. Made in 2021. Yep. Um, but yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He goes around. Well, he doesn't do that, like a dance. He doesn't wave the feather on anything. He no. seems to forget about the feather oh, until the ma- very end of the movie. Yeah. The crystal he's got in his hand all the, the whole time. Yeah. Which is weird. The yard farts at him for like two minutes, three yep. minutes. Yeah. He's just wandering the yard and it's oh, multiple also- angles of him and the same loop of a yellow cloud coming up from the bottom of the screen. But. The edits are not timed to each other, so it's not like when you switch angles, the fart also switches angles. It's just that same looping mm-hmm. animation mm-hmm. over top of edited footage, and then the animation runs out and mid-shot restarts the animation. It's, yeah. This was the thing that drove me nuts about Skinnamarink. Actually, excuse me. Every single thing about Skinnamarink drove me nuts. I did not like the movie at all. But I saw it in the theater, and... Uh, it may be more visible. I'm assuming it's more visible on the theater because of the size of just the size of the image. But the filter they're using to make it grainier mm-hmm. is on a 30 second loop, and Fuck you that. Can, and you can see the pause when it restarts. And again, Skinnerink it was so boring. I counted how long the loop was. Because it was distracting me the entire time. I will never be able to watch that movie. Now, I haven't watched it yet, and I wasn't geared to because yeah. of just everything I've heard. The most glowing reviews I've heard from people still include, but I'm never watching it again. I think it's a great, like, student film. Like, as, like, a person just starting out, there's a lot of good ideas in it. And um, there's, I, I see a lot of potential. I would like to see what this guy would do with money or mm-hmm. some sort of budget and or an actual script that's more than just you see the feet of children as they're stuck in this house for X amount of time and nothing matters. Yeah. Uh, but so I, I don't want to be discouraging to him because it came in with a distinct idea. He got that idea onto the screen. Yeah. It's not an idea I think was worth more than 20 minutes in total. Right. But, but again, know. on the first half of the, you know, on the, of the show, we talked about a movie that's about a killer tire that oh, features yeah. very long meta conversations about the nature of horror and film and storytelling within itself. And I loved it. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm not saying I'm against that kind of thing no, at all. No, experimental Nor is you, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just that sometimes it doesn't make. <laughs> doesn't always play out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, we're willing to give this stuff a try. Yeah, yeah. It's just that it doesn't always hit, and we're not going to be shy about it. 
Well, you know you're in trouble be- when you see the early reviews coming in. It's like, see, this is what horror should be. This oh, is like, this is like an interesting horror movie, and it's like, okay, so you just don't like horror movies, and this didn't scare you, so you're okay. With right, that. you got out of this without being embarrassed that it made you jump or made you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, see, that's more frightening than skin ring. Yeah. It's a picture of my one of my nephews with some sort of mouth guard propping his mouth open and a blue candy cane sticking out and he's wearing his Spider-Man jammies. Yeah, it's a screensaver on in the background, not just a yeah. sudden picture we only noticed today. Yeah, yeah. And if any of my family actually listened to this podcast, they would know which nephew it was. But none of them do, so they don't. Yeah. You're going to get a surprise. Oh! No, no, they really, uh, somehow my parents who have uh, very computer centric jobs, like not necessarily programming, but they use a computer for every single thing, never figured out how to find my videos on YouTube and have no idea how to find this podcast anywhere. I, there is... Whereas my brother just absolutely refuses, which which is know, fair. At least he refuses, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Fuck it. I think <laughs> I think there's a generation gap on jumping into some things like, well, if it's radio, why not just listen to the radio? Oh, YouTube. Well, why don't I just watch real TV shows? Well, people produce things for they, YouTube. They, they send me YouTube links. Okay. I did try. You tried. You tried. You tried. You always see the good in things. Except this fucking movie. There's nothing good in this movie. <sighs> okay, so the yard farts at him for three minutes. Uh, he also makes vague reference to one of the families dying of diarrhea in yeah. his house. And it says there was a toddler that hadn't even been toilet trained and really harps on that for an extra minute. The, like, the, he, he knew that there was some sort of a joke that he was supposed to be making there, yeah. but didn't have it yet. The toddler imploded. That's what he says. Yeah. I don't understand it. No, he was just trying to. He was trying to joke from every. He was a raptor testing the fence of humor. We'll get. And he to, never got out of the park. We'll get to the raptor. Oh shit! I didn't mean to foreshadow because mm-hmm. this movie's clueless on how that works. So we also have like one night of uh, Gigi Allen walking in on Sebastian on the toilet, which. It's all Gigi Allen's fault because Sebastian was reading something on the toilet in the bathroom with no lights on. Not sure how any of that works. But then we get the next night where uh, Sebastian gets brutally murdered on the toilet, which appears to be the only toilet death filmed for this movie. Yeah. Because um, it's in the same bathroom. You can see in all like the, uh, the first three kills in the toilet, which take place in the first five minutes... Of a 71-minute movie, um, the first there are only four kills. Three that happened in previous films, and then this one new one. Yeah. But it's clearly a different toilet in the other film, yeah. or in the earlier films. Yeah, but so Sebastian gets all of his, all the same parts cut off, because we still have those parts. But we can't yeah. have any blood on the floor. We promised the mm. people that we would put no fake blood on the floor. So when the air quote body is found, it's just his Christmas pajamas... With the hands and feet dropped where the hands and feet would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the air quote reveal. And there's a pillow and in the torso, maybe? I think so, yeah. yeah. 
but you can't really call it a reveal if you've already shown the entire sequence in Premonition once, mm-hmm. then shown his body get cut apart and drop on the ground, then laying on the ground, so when a character walks around the corner and finds him, the shock value is pretty gone. If there ever was any. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you were lingering any aspirations for shock. Yeah. No. Awful. But um, so, at this point... Uh, Oh, Jim. Well, then there's a a, a mare monologue where I started writing it down and then I just kind of lost track. But it was, why did I want to be Mayor Dump in this town? Like, why did I want to be my my job and my name mm-hmm. in this? Why did I want to be Mayor Dump in this town? Um, in this town where we have to kill this toilet, we've got to kill this toilet. Why haven't we done that yet, Melissa? And like. And it's just, it's just him questioning. Is resin Detra? Yeah. So, two, three minute existential crisis of why he is Mayor Dump in this town. This town that has these things. Recaps the plot. Eight Again. ways to Sunday. Yeah, a lot of what we're covering is just, we're dropping Every scene they have to rehash and recap and go over everything we already know. Yeah. And so then he gets a call from Gigi Allen saying that, hey, I don't do dead bodies. I'm out of here. Then the mayor yells at him again and we go over the plot again. Mm-hmm. YouTube followers need one more again. It just he would be talking directly into the camera. As if we were YouTube followers, and mm-hmm. I, it was infuriating mm-hmm. to. And he did it on phone calls too. I think. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I, I think. I, I think you're right. Yeah, he does at one point say, "This is all over my head." At which point I realized, oh, the movie's not condescending to us. It does. They're just the filmmakers don't understand what's going on. They would not be able to follow this film. No, no, they would not. Like I don't know how they've gotten through a movie. Forty nine movies this guy has directed. But has he seen one? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. It's like the Garth Marenghi thing. The it's only Arthur um Gar- Garth Marenghi's Dark Place to uh, British comedy, like Matt Berry and yeah. uh, Richard Iwate and a bunch of it's great. Six episodes, hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um but he as an air quote author, they just published a work of his short fiction. And in the blurb on the back, it says Garth Marenghi, one of the only like the only author who has written more novels than he's read. <laughs> uh, it's it's great stuff, but right. yeah, fair um, enough. So, with the mayor telling Gigi Allen that he will be ruined if he does not finish the job, Gigi Allen goes back inside and starts. Then the house starts telefarting him around the house. I had that exact same word. No shit. <laughs> I didn't even say it. Neither one of us said this. Oh no, this is too good. This is too good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got All right. I got we right found here. a moment of joy. Telefarting around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. There's a reason we do this podcast. Yeah. It ain't movies like this. It ain't movies like this. Uh, so, um, right? Because it's after he. So the house has been telling him to leave. Yeah. 
but, it continues to tell him to leave. But it tells Violet's him, teleparting him around. But it tells him specifically the word leave. Not get out. Not get out. Not at once. <clears throat> then there's a whole bunch of flies in the room that may be bees. Yeah. I, he never addresses them. Does he call them flies? He doesn't the say anything. The subtitles call them flies. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because on flies. screen, it, I, I was having a hard time telling whether it was supposed to be flies or bees. Mm-hmm. I was assuming flies Hoping until flies. a very Candyman-like yeah. person shows up. Oh, yeah. We said and I'm like, are those zombies. bees or is this just incredibly racist? And what are you saying here? Yeah, we get these uh, random super uh, among the uh, the bee the the bees or the flies or whatever being superimposed. We also get just these random zombies just kind of floating in and out of yeah. the screen. They kind of pop up to like growl type, you know, arm waves, and then like slide across the screen. Do you remember the opening credits of Ernest Goes to Jail? No. <gasps> okay. Well, first off, great movie. Obviously, no, I agree. But um, it's a whole lot of like here's you know. A background of a prison, and it'll be a black and white, like photocopy animation mm-hmm. of Ernest jumping up, doing a scare, and then like looking back and forth. I think they did similar for Scared Stupid as well. Maybe it's been um, a while. Yeah, I was thinking more like you remember uh, Fox used to have just kind of people popping up from yes. the bottom yeah. to advertise shows and mm-hmm. stuff. It and like just kind of like would turn and cross yeah. their arms and then like tilt their head and then slide off camera. Yeah. That, yes. I completely forgot that that was a thing and, you know, the relief, the, you know, the unspoken but more felt relief when it just faded out of vogue because mm-hmm. it's like I forgot that they yeah. did it and I don't remember when they stopped doing it. They started phasing it out. I mean, they definitely were getting mocked for it hard. Good. But I think they let it go through football season because the robot, their football robot, yeah. still occasionally does it during yeah. games. Which, that uh, is that's fine. That's okay. Whatever. It's sports. Like, Who gives a yeah. shit? And it's a robot. We love that robot. Yeah. But yeah, so these I zombies. I toy. No. Um, it doesn't even transform on that. No. Stupid. Well, speaking of transforming, the bees... Transform right. into what I thought were bats at first, no, they're but they're actually bird. birds uh, yeah. because there's bird noises. And then a and giant crow or raven yeah, just or whatever. sitting up front, in front of, like, you know, like in that X Files episode with the roaches where yeah. the one roach crawls up your screen. <laughs> there's just a giant bird sitting in front of the image, blocking most of the view of what's going on, which is fine. Because nothing's ever going on in this movie. No, it's just Gigi Allen flipping out and, like, gesticulating wildly. It's just like, he's not... If you don't have the Nicolas Cage, not the bees energy to the fake thing happening, Mm -hmm. just don't even try. Just don't... Just play it more subdued. I had what was probably my darkest thought in the entire viewing of this. When the birds were flying around and he was screaming, I honest to God thought to myself, Jesus, even Birdemic was able to pull this off. And Birdemic did not famously pull this off. Birdemic is a movie where people get attacked by clip art art loops. Mm. Like, there's just three birds Mm -hmm. just doing qua, qua, and the same exact flapping loop in a static position on the screen. And for the birds to air quote attack people, the camera will move up to the side, back down, up to the side, back down. So that they can leave the animation loops in the exact spot. And it's mm-hmm. just, they're trying to hit them with the loop. 
And Birdemic pulled this off better. Oof. And that's that's bad. It's that's bad. really, really bad. <laughs> so then the dinosaurs start appearing. And then the dinosaurs came. <laughs> and they got too big and fat. They all turned into oil. Yeah. And, and then Prince and then <laughs> Charles started wearing all the lady nice clothes. I couldn't believe it. Her best summer dress. Sorry, airplane two? Right. Yeah. yeah. Johnny, catch me up on everything that's happened until now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess that's number two. Yeah. You could have gone watch an airplane. Or you, airplane you, two. Either airplane. Yeah, I love airplane two. I know it gets a bum rap, but. I just don't think it's that. They, they, they're not bringing much new to the movie. I think some of the some of the fresh gags are so damn funny in that. It's I love it. I think, yeah. They're both, they're both way more enjoyable than this. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, just kidding. So Thanks. Scraps is fine. Then, uh, so, uh, honest to God, just in the middle of this uh, whole sequence of him freaking out and the fi- and the flatulence and the fire and everything, a Velociraptor just runs through. Yeah, just, that's it, just kind of like, oh, pardon me, coming through, coming through, hot plate, hot plate, yeah. runs through the scene uh, before the... Fish. Yeah. The, the fish starts swimming. The birds and turn into fish. He's teleporting all around the house, and he pauses... To be in the same position for every quote-unquote tele- telefarting effect. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. It's like old episodes of the Flash TV show, like in the early episodes of it, where they had... I put it on the I put it on the, the table because I know you always lose the pen. Yeah. Um, the, uh, to do the super speed gimmick, they would need like the non-Flash characters to just kind of pause in place for a second. Mm-hmm. And they got better at editing it. As the show went on, yeah, it was, but this one it was just like full on pause, special effect, and now cut. Yeah, there's a music video for fun teleporting, but it's Ooh. all done first person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's biting elbows, bad motherfucker. Um, it's on YouTube. Uh, we can watch it afterwards. Fair. But it's basically the whole thing is teleporting and done. Way better than this, but it's a lot of um, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, the people jumping from building to building. I went. I almost said parquet. Parkour. Parkour. No. Parquet is the fake butter. Yes. Okay. Parquet. So they're marjoring around. Yes. But yeah, it's a that's a fun teleporting thing. And again, this when I was watching him hop around the house, I was like, oh, this is the really really terrible version of that video. Yeah. But with fish and then a giant shark just kind of drifting off frame. Mm-hmm. Like, when the shark first appears for the first 20 seconds, it's just its tail kind of, like, glitching off to the right of the frame. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, the crystal and the feather having failed him, Gigi Allen turns to the new, Amer- new standard American Bible, which has been cut, like, in the house the entire time, and mm-hmm. we keep getting... Just cuts of it, yeah. Uh, and it, it it is that was it the new American Standard Bible, new standard, new standard American, American Bible. Bible, and that's literally the not like King James edition, not a Gideon Bible, not. It is just labeled new we, standard. We make American. sure that like sex is bad and gays are worse. Right. It is the American it's, Bible, and it's just and, the book and of they Leviticus. follow through with that. It's just the Book of Leviticus, pretty much. Um, and uh, so he that, and he says. The Bible, that's as good a choice as any, which describes literally any decision made with editing through this movie. Yeah. Except that they didn't edit. 
No, they didn't. No. And so what follows is a surprisingly engaging exorcism ritual where Gigi Allen is reading from the text and he has the full fury and passion of a man that's trying to expel evil from the world. No, I'm just kidding. He literally starts hitting the toilet with the book. Yeah, it's an American Bible. The Bible in America is not about the words inside. It's what can you hit with it? He holds it up as a shield. Like, at first I thought, oh, he's finally going to start reading the thing to find, like, mm-hmm. an exorcism yeah. ring. No, he's holding it up as a shield from the, see, the the fake fire special effect. Yeah, the five minutes of recurring explosion loop. Yep. And it's the same explosions over and 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 over if we have not gotten that pet cr- across. If we sound repetitive and annoying... You didn't sit through this movie. Mm-hmm. We're we're the victims here. God damn it! We're just recounting five minutes of explosions. And when he first was holding it up as a shield, I legitimately thought like, "Oh, you need to read the Bible at this thing out loud. You need to yeah. read it out loud." Yeah. So he hits the toilet enough times with the book. That a towel comes out of it? Yeah. One of the explosions took and a white towel, which I'm assuming is supposed to mean I surrender. Or something angelic. There was no angelic music, so I guess it's just surrender. Yeah, but it's just literally there's a towel sticking out of the toilet now. And um, Gigi pronounces the the house clean. And uh, and says that that is the first time he's ever fought. A porcelain inanimate object. Which was moving. Or no, it wasn't moving. It, it never was moved. Just, it it never was an moved, inanimate yeah. object. I'm just wondering what other porcelain he's met in his life. Yeah. Because this is the first porcelain inanimate object he's ever gone up against. Maybe he fought Moby. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's a deep, boring cut right there. <laughs> I am sorry. I'm not sorry. Um, so then, uh, and he tells his viewers that you should have seen it. I didn't get any of it on video, but it was amazing. For his entire filming of everything, this whole movie. Yep. And so he's lost at least a hundred followers. I hope. Of that. I hope. If there's he doesn't deserve a, he doesn't even deserve a bitly redirect. Oh, words hurt. Yes. <laughs> there's. And then we get, uh, so with uh, the quote-unquote conflict resolved, does the movie end? No, of course not. We have ten more minutes of the mayor talking and G.G. This... Allen talking. And also the toilet still saying leave one more time before, you know, the talking. Yeah. The mayor's, like, after the movie is done, done, and the guy's like, cool, well, that's it. I'm out of here. And it fades. We're thinking, the mayor... Picks, this is the call I wanted to get, and I got it. I did. I got this call, and I got it from you, and you're telling me the toilet is dead, and you have killed it. This is great news. I need to tell everybody. I need to thank you. I need to thank everybody. Let me thank everybody. Who do I need to thank? Then he opens up his laptop and starts writing emails on camera. As he's talking about all the people he needs to thank and all the things that he has to do to celebrate this, and the toilet is gone, and he is the mayor, and he needs to thank for several minutes. Again, every single take is used to basically summarize that the movie happened and is over and we're done, 
and we're good. And are we at 68 minutes? Well, I need to thank my producer. I need to thank the Academy. I need to thank uh, Tasty Cakes for being there in my tummy while we shot. I need to thank Pistachios for their solid shells. There was like a gigantic Tupperware full of pistachios behind the mare the entire movie. Mm-hmm. It never gets addressed. I think he might have been on a stakeout. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have trouble moving the car door. Yeah. <sighs> and then the mayor goes to take a shit in his office, which is also an MMA ticket office. Mm-hmm. Slash yeah. bookie, slash check cashing place. Yeah. Um, they probably have burner phones available as needed. I assume they buy gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, he closes the door, and then we hear the death toilet noises. And then we get the title card, Amityville Death Toilet, because I forgot. And then we have two minutes worth of, what, conservatively seven credits? Yeah. Most of them, um, we already covered at the beginning of the movie. We just got character names this time. Yep. And, and it's all over the rest of that driving footage. Can't we? What, would we just throw this driving footage away? Please? This was bad. I'm so mad. This is so I'm bad. so broken. This is I'm so bad. I don't even want to have to go to the bathroom for a couple of days. I love that one bit where they said it's like, it's a toilet. You see it three or four times a day. And it's like, well, look who has the mm-hmm. golden bladder and yeah. lower intestine. Oh, three or four times a day. I'm dehydrated. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah. Shit. But apparently not. Ugh. This oh is the last God. one for a minute. Yeah, we're going to be hopping to a franchise again. With actual movies made yeah. by, like, they're, they're real movies. Like, no matter how much I may not like them, they're at, le- at least they're movies. Yeah, and you haven't seen all of them. I have seen, uh, have we told everybody what we're doing? We have not told everybody yet, and have we actually locked it in that we're definitely doing this one next? I assumed we were. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Um, it's one, it's a franchise I adore, save for one entry. Um, you checked out somewhere along the way. Yeah. Um, well, I was never into the idea after the first one. Fair. We could just say what it is. No, that's... I was trying to build it up. Oh. You see, this is, you know, this is ominous foreshadowing, at least comparatively. Well, if you're going to go into specifics about which ones I like and stuff, it gets yeah. Now, we're going to jump in and, uh, even though they've just announced another one in production, I we're going to do this... I hate you so much. The Scream <laughs> franchise. There. Was that so hard? Theatrics, man. Theatrics. Dude. Yeah, no, I, I I like the first one, but the minute they announced the second one, I was just like, well, that kind of undercuts the joke. If you become the thing you're making fun of. I think becoming the thing you're making fun of is the rule of the franchise, and that does carry on consistently, but we'll go through it. This is, we'll see. Yeah, I, I, am, I am way in on this franchise. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites, and you not so much. I've seen two all the way through, and I've seen chunks of three. Neither of them encouraged me to watch anymore. And I will say three <laughs> is the one I don't like. Fair. Um, I didn't really like two. Uh, and see, I love two. <laughs> this is going to test our friendship. It, it, it might. It might. It's, yeah, it's going to take us weird places. But this is the first time we're like, I mean, because Amityville, we're both 
get going through cold. Yep. Um, but like you definitely had more Hellraiser knowledge oh, yeah. and Texas Chainsaw knowledge. Mm. Um, this is about even on Texas Chainsaw. I, I guess even. Yeah. Uh, Hellraiser is my ba- uh, Hellraiser. I love. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed them, but I like I had not seen a lot of yeah. the later ones. Mm. Um, and we both had gaps in Texas. Yeah. Oh so. yeah. Which was funny. Yeah. But yeah, this oh, one. Well, now I own Texas Chainsaw one through four. One through four. Yeah, <laughs> the right ones, right. the good ones. Well, okay, the the most recent one was okay. I yeah, yeah. the bus sequence mainly. I yeah, overall, I uh, right? But I said like that bus sequence. Was oh yeah, yeah, was, that was yeah. beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but yeah, Scream. Literally, no we matter what, we know that the next movie we watch together is the first Scream. Yeah, and after That's pretty what we great. just went through, we need that. It'll yes. be a time of healing. Yes, it will. It's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see how many Amityvilles we've got by the time we get through six Scream movies. Yeah. And uh, as of this recording, they have announced that the next Scream is in production uh, from the director of oh, uh, Happy Death Day 1 and 2 yeah. and uh, Freaky. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, the first openly gay director in the franchise history um okay i don't know yeah yeah they just they that was one of the headlines they threw on it i did like, i, I, did I see mean that Wes Craven like, was like okay four of the movies and that's not really it was Wes Craven gay no okay. i'm just saying like yeah. it's like you know you're saying you've had two directors well three because it was a pair on five and six yeah. i think okay. or i know it was a team that Oh, we'll check it. You're gonna have to like do. You know, you have to. Take I do the note research, the, on, this. The research yeah. on this one, right? <laughs> anyhow, anywho, it's gonna be good. Then, at the very least, I'll be able to say I've seen all the screens. Yeah, and you know, hopefully, I'm proven wrong. Yeah, and we're I not would like gonna, to be proven wrong. And we're not gonna dive into the Scream TV series, which does not fit into the continuity of the movies anyway. That's too much. Yeah, and we haven't done TV shows. Yeah, other than like there is a one TV movie, Amityville. Well, TV movies are different. Uh, TV shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that's legit. Yeah. And like the series finale of the Scream show, I think was I'm trying to remember. I think that was a TV movie, but that was a that was an episode finale. Yeah. Is so Jamie Lee Curtis on that show? No, that's Scream Queens. Ah, okay. okay which, okay. oh my god, have you watched that ever? No. <gasps> that show's amazing. Okay. We're not going to do it for the podcast, no. but it's when, you know how sometimes Ryan Murphy is on before he runs out of steam on an idea? No. Uh, Who's Ryan Murphy? Uh, American Horror Story, oh. um, popular, oh. and okay. like lots of. Netflix and Fox shows and FX shows. Gotcha. Uh, I just did Nip Talk, all that kind of. I didn't watch. Yeah, Nip that Talk, right, yeah that yeah. that had a lot of steam before it ran out. I'm just saying, like, apparently did anybody the f- actually watch Nip Talk? A lot of people, I know, but it, it was went, one like, of those seven seasons. But but it was you, like, have you ever met anybody that watched? Nip I knew Talk? some people that were into it, but mm-hmm. generally they were all like, yeah, the first season or two, and then it ran out of steam, and they kept going. He's he's done the same with a lot of shows. Scream Queens is two seasons, mm-hmm. and they are gold. Right. They are absolutely hysterical. Like the biggest complaint is that it takes two or three episodes before it tips its hand. It's like it's as much of a comedy as it is. Mm-hmm. But once they lean in on the silly, it's not quite airplane level, but it's 
Like, it's super fun. Fair enough. Yeah. But either way. Yeah. Take it. We're leaving Amityville again because Amityville has run out of steam. And, and we're headed to Woodsboro on and off again. Is it California? I thought it was South Carolina. I don't know. It was just... Wait. Well, I, was shot, I know it was shot in South Carolina. Scream is supposed to take place in South Carolina? It's. I know they were shot there. Yeah. Um, but I thought that they took place... We'll double check that. Yeah. All right. Like, nobody's trying to do an accent in those movies. No. That's probably for the best. Oh, definitely. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff to get into later. We've yeah. spent way too much time on Death Toilet. Holy fucking shit. If only. If only. All right. Get out. If you want to interact with us online, you can check us out on Instagram or Twitter at Amityville Show, or you can send us an email at podcastamityville at gmail.com. 